Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the u.s education system we'll see you there did you watch the uh did you watch mccarthy during the speaker's vote i know many of you uh were in the halls of congress during that vote i haven't seen someone assume that many positions to appease the crazy republicans and stormy daniels it only goes downhill from here people i mean come on but let's be honest we all knew that Matt Gates would never let the vote get to 18. The final word with Frangela. The final word. 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 Woo! You know what? When the call is coming from inside the house, y'all. From that shade is from inside the house. That is Republican Representative. I say again, Republican Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina roasting prominent members of her own party Wednesday at the annual Washington Press Club Foundation Congressional Dinner. Wow. Thank you. You know what, Angela? If the cap fits, wear it. That's what I'm saying. That's why we had to start with it this week. Thank you for joining us here at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and at MSW Media. Yes, 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 yes. And thank you for joining. You know why? You know why? Because your taste in listening to the final word is impeccable. It's above reproach. It's... You're a trend maker, a tastemaker, a lifestyle coach. Yes, you are. You're and, all those things. And, and, and you know, if you want to add something else incredible to your identity, you can become a Frangela Patreon. And thank you to everyone who has, to our new members and to our OGs. I mean, our OGs. Okay. And there's some, some one, seriously, every... Every dollar gets used to keep this show afloat and to keep us here being able to do this work. Every single dollar. And we cannot thank you enough for that support. And if you do have the ability to, to send a little monthly something, 
<laughs> then go ahead and go to Patreon and do so. Come we on. also, you know, if you got a temporary little flux of money, you know, whenever I get money, Francis will tell you if I have some sudden influx of money, I let everybody know. I'm like, now's the time, everyone. <laughs> I, I make an announcement. But oh, you know what? What I tell my daughter is this is wish book time. It's wish book time. <laughs> who who needs something? Because it's gonna go right back to it's the first of the month very soon. So um, if you can't, you know, we take a little donation here and there. And people have been that is so generous. When you know when somebody sends you, you know, twenty dollars, thirty dollars, yes, like you're like so what that means. And it. we really, really, we just have so much love and gratitude for it. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, if you can't do that, we totally understand the best way to be supportive is to get other people to listen to this podcast, download, subscribe, review, do it behind their back, grab their phone, do it. Like, I mean, they don't need to know, yeah. you know, if they're not, if they, let's say that they're, you know, of a different voting persuasion. Um, you can also get a cameo. Yes, that's a specialized video from us. It could be a pick-me-up. It could be a happy birthday, happy anniversary. Tell kids to go to bed. Whatever you need, we are there, okay? You know what I liked? We did. We talked about this, I think, last podcast. I think a great idea is to have get yourself a cameo of us saying something that you have to say all the time to somebody. That's right. And so that you just have it at the ready. So exactly. every time, the next time you have to say, do those dishes clean themselves, it could be us saying. <laughs> It can, it can. Or get the hell out my cubicle. Do you not understand? <laughs> these when walls. Eyes, these walls. <laughs> Do I have to put tape on the floor? Do I have to less nest in this bitch? That's how old we are. Thank you. And we want to remind you, we want to remind you that we have a comedy album extravaganza happening in Portland, Oregon, February 25th at the Curious Comedy Theater. Go to CuriousComedy.org, pick up your tickets, because it's going to be on fire. Please, please, please. We we are just, we cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. We're excited. Oh, baby. I mean... The stuff we got, the, the material, it's gonna be it's gonna be on fire. And finally, always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show every Friday for Fridays with Frangela. Yes. It's the black people time. It's, and it's it's a really important time, especially Black History Month. Yes. Yes. All right. Did Biden or did he not step up to the mic for the State of the Union? These are the moments when I want to see Andrea Mitchell's face because mm -hmm. for all her critiquing, the fact that she calls him old also pisses me off. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, because <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching death clutch your throat right the fuck now, Andrea. Bitch, you interviewed Lincoln. I mean. <laughs> I look as an older person, getting older person. I am not throwing shade for. I'm throwing shade for throwing the shade. That's right. The, the no, the ageism from the ageism. Thank you. That's what uh, you're mad about, <laughs> and the speeching issue from the speecher issue. I'm like, dude. So um, I thought he not only was he powerful on point, but he was a little bit black, and I love it. Yes, <laughs> he was. How about, we got to hear it. We got to hear. Um, we got to hear how um, you've heard it described. People, I can't see how much people bite off of. Um, oh, and now I'm losing his name. Cute little white boy on MSNBC. Oh, Steve, Steve Karnacki. No, no, no. He's on. Uh, he's one of the reporters in the on in DC on the Capitol. A uh, oh. oh, Garrett. God. Garrett. Yes. Gary Hawk or yeah. Hank, how do you say his name? Yeah. Him. Everybody bites off his jokes constantly. He 
she's the person who called it the rope a dope. Yes. Okay. Yes. And but let's you know what? Don't even rope a dope is strategy. But what we need to acknowledge up in here is what he did, what the what the president did publicly mm-hmm. to to hook and lasso in the GOP, all of them in one room, acting a fool. Let's hear it. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. The first part of this rope-a-dope where we get unanimity. So folks, as we all apparently agree, Social Security and Medicare is off off the books now, right? They're not to be sponsored. All right. We got unanimity. I'm telling you, Francis. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You know, that was in the speech. Yes. This is how predictable these mofos are on the Republican Party. The speechwriters wrote in. Mm-hmm. They're going to boo you. <laughs> right. You're going to let them do that. And then you're going to come back with, let's hear the rest of that, the next part of that. Let's all agree. And we apparently are. Let's stand up for seniors. and show them we'll not cut Social Security. We will not cut Medicare. Those benefits belong to the American people. They earned it. And if anyone tries to cut Social Security, which apparently no one's going to do, and if anyone tries to cut Medicare, I'll stop them. I'll veto it. And look, I'm not going to allow them to take away be taken away. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. But apparently it's not going to be a problem. Thank you. So that's now that's not going to be a problem, right? That's what he did. And he even leaned in. If you go back and watch the footage, Biden even leans in and goes, so we're not going to have it. So nobody's going to be cutting Social Security, right? Right, right. That's and not Medicaid. a problem now, right? Right, 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 right. We're not going right? to have that conversation. Well, basically right? he was saying, he was saying, you're not going to bring that shit in my house. Right? Because you just all stood up and said you weren't going to do it. It wasn't on your mind. Right? Right? I mean, like, just as fuck. That was awesome. (laughs) Awesome. But 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 you know, you want everybody want to sit around and call the man sleepy Joe. Thank you. This is my issue. And and let me get to the ageism. Okay. Thank you. Because which is what our problem is as a species. We want to sit here and Evaluate every black person in blackness in whatever your prism of blackness is. We want to we want to evaluate every white person in the prism of whatever the your that person's prism of whiteness is. Same thing with age. Not every 80-year-old is the same 80-year-old. I know 20-year-olds who are 80. Right. I mean, we all do. My oldest friend, Tina, we would drive to the ice cream truck. <laughs> ice cream truck would be two houses away. And she'd be like, we should drive. I'm like, we're, what? I'm you know what? That's like- why I love Tina, because Tina is a woman after my own heart. <laughs> That's like. Because that makes sense to 80 me. 80 when we were 16. <laughs> <laughs> like 80. That, but you know I'm what? just saying. <laughs> true it's true and so you know to to watch the ad hominem attack on Mm -hmm. biden continuously Mm -hmm. when we had the insanity 
daily and lies, the perpetual lies of Donald Trump is what really, oh. really, you know, yes, drives yes. me insane. Let me let me go back to Ronald Reagan calling military uniforms costumes to thinking that ketchup is a vegetable. Yes. Or whatever. Let me go back to uh, thinking that trees produced carbon um, dioxide or mm -hmm. monoxide. Like, let me go back to um, uh, George W. Not knowing a damn thing. Nope. I mean, there there is a I think because, you know, this this the idea of being a objective or reporting has been morphed into both sidesism yeah that that whenever there's become on the press this need to find something you know negative and critical to say about everyone without yeah. as if all these things are equal and i'm like it's really infuriating. That's my problem. Is it's that he gets described as because because we have an ageist society. Yes. When, and just the fact of having the conversation throws him in under the bus. Well, and here's my problem because apparently, get this because also the uh, the speech where they don't listen to the speech afterwards, right. but they rebut it even though they didn't listen to it. Yeah, um, that speech was given by H Huckabut. What's her yeah, name? Sarah. Sarah Sander Huckabuddy, whatever mm -hmm. her name is. Um, my daddy did it first. Um, whatever her. And and I have to tell you, she allegedly is forty years old. Which I just the, every time she was speaking, Francis, I watched it. I watched. I it. watched it too. I watched that crazy and, and, too. And I, I just like, kept on going. 40. And the the when I this is what my best piece of understanding the GOP right now. They are horror addicts. They yeah. are. They they're fear are mongers. Fear, they they're are, fear they mongers. are demagogues. They're just demagogues. Yes. Yeah. That is what they do. Because I was like, it, it, watching her play fear on the fear bagpipes mm -hmm. and just squeezing it out and, and, and lie. And, and, and just telling people how they need to be afraid. You need to be afraid. This is scary. But, you know, but running terror from Joe Biden. You know, I, really? And I, Francis, I can't with the, I, you know, I have a problem. I have this problem with being Vulcan. And so to me, when you are given uninterrupted, however many minutes you need by the world yep. media to speak about whatever you want and what you say is that your free speech is being violated. Mm -hmm. You had the second largest bully puppet at, pu pu puppet at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. Mike, every, this, these words are going everywhere all over the world, but you're being silenced by the quote, woke mob. Like, it's like, it's demonstrably not true. It's absolutely not true. You're in the moment making it not true. The people who are being silenced are the people who want to talk about the world and our history. Yes. Not you. If we could, oh my, geez, please take away the First Amendment rights of Sarah Huckabee Bush, whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, let her be censored. I would, it would free my mind. And watching her from the governor's, you know, house. Thank you. Mansion. Which, which talk really about the right choice, guys. I would, yeah, it was stupid. And talk about, you know, how everything's being taken over by the radical left. It's the radical left. Bitch, well, you just got elected to the governorship of a state. <laughs> I mean, how are you talking about? You're not, you have no power. That's why I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. Put the man, do the man. It's, it is, Francis, it is, it is like, 
sitting up at Ruth's Chris talking about they're making me starve eating, yes. eating you know a $300 steak you're like what the fuck are you talking about oh also we wanted to just you know make sure that we said that our hearts and and prayers are with the people of Turkey that is a de- that was a devastating event and I, I, it is and it's still unfolding i mean they're right now they're estimating that at the at easily 20,000 deaths that's really hard to get my mind around in one in one moment in one moment you know two devastating earthquakes back to back it seems ridiculous to call a 7.5 an aftershock shock. you know yeah. um but it's like like and this is a place that is, you know, like when you think about how long some of those structures have been there and it, that they haven't, you know, like it's it. I'm just if you've watched, I'm sure you have any of the footage of it. It is. It's 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 so horrible. You're just like, I don't you don't even know what you're looking at. Yeah. And, and you know, emotion, you're and, like, and, I, yes. And emotionally, I'm looking at the and also the trauma of the people who survived it, who then have to go into the rubble. I mean, and you know, I remember there's one bit of drone footage. It's going between two gigantic piles of rubble. And then there's this building standing and you see a playground. Yeah. You know, and you're like, these yeah. were people at home. It was like at 430 in, in the, the morning. morning. They were at home. Yep. They were in bed. Yep. You know, and it's it's so and then you think about Syria and, and the problems with the war there. And, and then the Turkey is led by you know Erdogan. a fascist asshole yeah that 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 you know this is like oh my god because the first thing he thinks is how he can use this to his political advantage to further crack down on the population because of course now there's an emergency so you really can't talk um like it's 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 devastating yeah. also we just found out this morning that um our newest senator um from and I can't believe I'm losing his name now. Um, from Ohio, Fetterman. Um, that he's uh was hospitalized. Um oh, no. he had some some dizziness. I don't they're not saying any yet. Uh-huh. I just I just saw it. They're not saying anything yet, but but it doesn't not necessarily it doesn't necessarily sound yeah. I don't know if it's serious or not. Because gotcha. there's they're saying that he had some dizziness and he's in the hospital. So yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to make sure that we had the opportunity to talk about was this Memphis officer snapping and sharing a photo of a bloody Tyree Nichols. I, you know, and I, you know, I've heard people talk about it like, uh, you know, he's showing his kill. It was even worse than that to me. It 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 was pornographic to me. Well, here's the thing, you know, the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, they have Hate Watch. Yeah. Um, and they do a, an, they have an interactive map if you're at all ready to be interested or depressed. Um, the interactive map that shows you like concentrations of different kinds of hate groups. And one of the things they used to do um, is they would send you photographs that people had taken at lynchings. Mm-hmm. And often these photographs where people have like champagne flutes mm-hmm. and there's a person bloodied and, and maimed and hanging dead behind in the background. Um, this, that's a lynch, there's a lynch photo. Yeah. There's just no other way to say it. And then on top of that, not only did he send this photo to what was it? Five, five people or four people that they know of. And also um, they have uh, other in behavior, uh, shouting profanities at him, bragging about hitting him. Um, and all of this got, has been called blatantly unprofessional. Francis, 
Ooh, Angela, first of all, first of all, let me go to the word on the street. The word on the street is that was maybe a hit. They knew somebody in that in that group knew that kid. Now, where, where are you getting this street? That's, what street is that's, this? That's, that's the reporting from, you know, the area and from, I've, I've heard it on NBC, you okay. know? Um, that's what not, I was not from, asking. Not from I was my asking, cousin. Like, did your cousin, that's no, no, what I was asking. It from my cousin. It's, okay, from, a, did your it's cousin? from a reporter <laughs> okay, who was on the street in the street. You do have to ask these questions <laughs> with Black <laughs> people especially because we will be like, that. that's my cousin. cousin. Let me tell you what my auntie cousin said. My auntie okay. cousin told me. <laughs> my auntie and she cousin. knows, okay, because she called, first of all, she got the lottery. She, she actually played <laughs> she, that week she would have won. No, no, she no. Knows no, no, she hit the lottery three times last month. Okay. Okay. But, but the that low lottery, that twenty five dollar yeah, one. No, 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 no the two three dollar one actually. <laughs> well, you keep she got knowledge and powers. Right. Well, she got a sister who works at the post office, and you know they know everything. <laughs> That's so, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh my god! You do have to ask these questions, but thank you for understanding. Uh, no, 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 I understand I that. That's you know, actually, that's you doing your due diligence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or where? <laughs> no. No, but I haven't. Yeah, I have not seen that. Yeah, that's not shocking so, to me that I haven't. So, but you know, of course, it doesn't. It hasn't been said up to this point. But once those everybody saw those pictures being taken, and that piece of information came out, then I think that the NBC, you know, minds that be said, okay, now we can start saying perhaps the, there's a con a larger connection here. And it it doesn't, for me, change the horrendous, disgusting no. behavior, but it starts to no. put it into a context, possibly, because for me, I'm sitting here going, well, who was on the other end of this photo gathering moment? I don't know that what is, I don't know that it, it changes the calculation for me in any way, because I think that that quite clearly what I'm, what I'm, what upset, it makes me very upset is that because of the race of these officers, they seem unwilling to talk about systemic racism in this beat. Not, not we have, the media has, people have, but like in terms of how these police officers are being charged, they're being charged with second degree murder, which they should be. But I also, I believe there's civil rights violations here that are about race, you know, Ooh, and, and th that, th that is, that that needs to be a part of those. That's a federal, those are federal charges that I think absolutely need to be brought. And I, and I think it, it would be important to get to the discussion we never get to have the more nuanced and more intelligent and articulate holistic discussion of systemic racism, which isn't about individuals, you know, which is about, you know, um, eth you know, the history of race and racism and the power structures that maintain it. Can I tell you this? Everything. I mean, I'm going to say not everything, a lot of things in this country, the laws that get brought, the justice that gets brought is 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 brought through the skin and the blood of black people. And it's our laws for good are written in our blood. Mm -hmm. Because for us, for this society, to think and care and have a systemic conversation, it still is coming through the blood of black men. Because we in this country are find it far, will find it far more 
easier to have this conversation because I can other it. And this is going to seem, these things aren't equal crimes, but any, don't misunderstand the point I'm making here. But for me, every time I read the officers who, the five officers who allegedly were involved in the beating, they're very careful to use this word alleged. Every time, with very few exceptions, that I read about Brittany Griner's arrest in Russia, it was she was caught with this. Yes. Not allegedly. And remember, we talked about it all the time. I was like, why is it nobody puts allegedly in front of this charge when it's coming from the Russian government, which we know is full of shit? You know, the slippery windowsill government where everybody's always falling out of windows <laughs> when they don't get along with Putin. We're going to take their charges like they just fat. <laughs> like, and it's like, but, but this that we have video of, right? Yeah. That we are all watching video of and audio of. We're going to be real careful with that allegedly. Like, yeah. It just, I'm just, it just drives me crazy because I'm like, you don't. All of these things, here's the problem when we talk about microaggressions, they all add, all of these things add up and they go to this, this whitewashing of a sit and, and this inability to look at the whole thing structurally, systematically. And that's why people get, that's why projects like the 1619 Project captivate people because they try to take, they take a much more holistic view, right? you know, of what is all of this about? What does it do when article after article after article that you read does that? What does it do to your mind? What does That's it do right. to how you look at black people and white people in crime and the police? That's when right. Over and over and over again. It's systemic. It and, you, you know, for me, what we don't want, the conversation that nobody wants to have. And it's the same. I think it's the same in trauma circles. Hurt people hurt. Yeah. It's not okay. But then you look at, then you put this overlay of systemic racism over hurt people hurt. And hurt people hurt the people that it's okay to hurt. Yes. So the people who it's okay to hurt are brown and black people. Oh, it's okay to hurt us. It's okay to not pay us. It's okay to That's right. um, devalue our work. That's it's absolutely right. okay. It's okay. That is okay. And so what we don't want to, the, the piece that people don't want to have, the conversation that people also don't want to have is, is that those officers are hurt people, hurt by the system, they're responsible for their response for their for their actions a million percent but they're pawns in the system too yeah see um that's why this part of the conversation is when i go for my coffee break i know i, I don't know. give a fuck i know i know i completely agree i but but if, I, I mean i can't Francis, to be I, I, intellectually said. i hear what you're saying and in a very in the lab kind of way, in the laboratory, in the academia kind of way, I can I can allow that conversation to take take place on campus when I am not there. <laughs> because to me, I can't. I really can't get down with the pain of the perpetrator. I, I like know. I just it's I just know. not. And, and I, maybe I'm I'm emotionally immature in this way. I'm not ready for it. I haven't, I'll just tell y'all, like I did some, some online, you know, dating, uh, app dating. Mm -hmm. And I remember one guy, the first phone conversation we have, first of all, made a billion, a billion mistakes. But within the first 10 minutes of talking to him, 
told me that while he was in recovery, he had, you know, he was um, sober. Mm-hmm. He'd stopped drinking, but he went to rehab and he said his roommate had been somebody who put himself into rehab for pedophilia. For oh, being Jesus Christ. No. Yes. Yes. And so he said that he talked to this person, got to know him and he thought it was, you know, incredible. That this person was trying to stop him, trying to cure himself, trying to get, get right. Mm-hmm. Um, and not because he didn't want to hurt anyone. And he was, um, so, and he said to me, I think we as a society need to look at how we treat pedophiles and how we treat people who who have this i forget the word he used but it wasn't illness um but it was something like that i'm sure it's predilection or something like that how we treat them you know we're so cruel to them we, we we need to stop being so cruel to them and i had to stop and go you know what i'm gonna hear that and then i'm gonna say this once every other single problem is solved and i mean <laughs> every other i mean i don't want a bitch bothered by a hangnail yeah once every other day no common cold yeah we don't need benadryl no more until then well see but for me that day we can talk about are we cruel to pedophiles that day but you know what but my thing is if you cure the motherfuckers maybe they would stop we could stop the hurt well, I mean, here's the deal. We don't want to, you know, whether it's all of these things. Here's the problem. When it gets down to it, all of these things don't have one solution, right? And all of these things um, take take a bunch of things acting in concert. We, When you devalue over half the population, women, and then further devalue anybody of color or Jewish or who isn't, yes. you know, if you have an ableist mindset. Um, when you when we devalue life, it devalues all life. Yep. Like that. Like the minute. Well, that's where we started. That's where we yes. started in this conversation is ageism. Absolutely. And that once you, that's okay. It's just okay. It's okay, and it's all. And let me tell you something. It all ends up being okay. Oh, speaking of okay, Romney got chesty with George Santos. Uh, I like seeing it. I like seeing it. He called him a sick puppy, which you know in Mitt Romney language. that is what the fuck has happened in congress oh that's fighting talk in a romney in a romney fight they about to fight did that motherfucker was he was he back out back uh shooting dice and then was his was his nuts full and then he have a 40 because i because he came in chesty as fuck he's absolutely right his 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 car elevator puppy on the roof ass is right. <laughs> his dressage riding motherfucker is right. <laughs> and that is our final word. And now it's time for resistance. This is where we give you something that you can do. And it, it is Black History Month. So on top of supporting this bod- podcast, which is, I think, by everyone's estimation, the absolute best way. Yes. You can support Black History Month. Um, we got a few different ideas. Yes. One, you can pay Black speakers, vendors, and businesses for their work and worth. And hallelujah, did Ooh. we just get taken advantage of this Ooh. week. And Let I me tell you say something. That out loud. Let me tell you something. When you got to ask yourself a question, would you feel differently about this if this were somebody else mm-hmm. when you're paying people? Yep. And and how do we, how do you, when you're paying somebody, how do you pay them their value? Not just, it's what you'll see a lot on Instagram, people who have 
their own home businesses, right? You know, there are all those videos that are all about like, cause this is, it costs what it costs. Cause this is what it costs. Like that people yep. like over and over again, mm -hmm. because of people complaining about the price of their work. And they're saying my worth has value. My work should be, this is its value. This is what it costs. Yes. And we shouldn't have to continually say that, but I will tell you that yet again, we've had this happen to us yet again, yep. where we sit there. I cannot pay my bills and compliments. Yes. I don't know anybody who can. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your appreciation, your verbal appreciation from our, our incredible efforts and work. But motherfucking pay a bitch or shut the fuck up. Like it's it's <laughs> I that really is our Black History TED Talk. <laughs> that's, a, that's our Black History TED Talk. Support Black media. Do that. Get out into the community and remember that Black History Month can be all year. Yeah, yep. you can set a goal for yourself to go out here and learn something, do something, and celebrate. Not all of Black history has to be sad, dusty, black slavey. We can celebrate. Speaking of that, you can promote up and coming talent and the old timers too. Just you know what? Just support people. And right. and how about this? Get out into the community. Go mm -hmm. out into black communities and intentionally contribute and connect with those there through service. Look and for ways to have how, an impact. You know what? Don't don't worry about it. You know what? I'm all look, if some white person comes up to me and goes, look, it's Black History Month and I I'm going to try to do this. Uh, I'm going to do this every month. Not try. There's no try. Mm -hmm. Um the great black uh, scholar Yoda said, there's no try. Mm -hmm. Um like I, I'm not, I'm, if you can look, it's, I, I'm trying to get my shit right. I'm trying to get my shit together. Can you help me? <laughs> you know, like you can write to us at franchise at gmail.com. We, you know, um, remember, this is one of my favorite, we found this list of some things. One of my favorite ones is, um, there are quotes besides I have a dream. Yes. Challenge yourself. Yes. Socialize and celebrate black joy. And Angela was saying this earlier. We are we are people above and beyond. It slavery was part of our history, our American history. It's part of all of our history, yeah. But it's not the only thing about us when it comes time to remember. We are a joyful, fun, amazing people all you know day, what? every fucking day. Thank you. And let me ask yourself something. First of all, patient as fuck, Black people. Ooh, Can we be real? Baby. Second, confide joy at the weirdest and hardest moments. Third, this is also, I think, things like, think, ask yourself, okay, for example, do you know what an HBCU is? Right. Ask yourself that right now. And don't feel bad. You, If you don't, look it up. And go and look up all of them or look at one or look at one and see if they have some programs. Look at, maybe you may even live near one, you know, um, look at a way to support that, it, you know, um, and, and, and like sit down and really think for yourself. You're like, where can I educate myself? Where can I do instead of doing a deep dive on what broccolini is? And yes, we have. Of course. Or broccoli Rob, that was it. Yeah, that too. We were, we're, yeah, we we did deep dive. Do a deep dive on on something joyous and celebratory about Black people. Go, you know what? what do I ask myself, what is trap music? <laughs> yes, because I love it. Uh, also, remember that Black history is American history, LBGTQ plus history, Latino history, disabled history, and on and on and on celebrate it all and 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 go out there and like there's something i've realized that i've i have not read literature i have a very ableist library if you will and um and so i'm you know these are you know take down and make do a little self inventory and challenge yourself to grow yes i'm francis callier i'm angela v shelton we are frangela thank you so much for listening to the final word 
no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. <laughs>